0: I'll beat about a boop, I'm a hungry boy. Look at me, talk about why I'm fat, and now I'm, I'm hungry.
1: Welcome to the Inquisitive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. So today is going to be a special episode because I have two people that I have had the pleasure of having multiple conversations with over the years, particularly about dating uh long ago we used to, I used to have this podcast and I talked to them about failed love and crushes and the ones that got away another one was dating while living with your parents and the last one one of these guests loved it was episode 69 a mass debate among friends so and I have them now to discuss a particular um episode upon the eve well not even the eve but the coming up of the new console generation and the episode is going to be about video games and dating and is it game over for guys so i would like to introduce to this uh podcast one guest who doesn't really need an introduction because he is the man and he's been doing a great job on the internet mr bad bit joseph moran what's going on joe
0: nothing much man how are you doing
1: i'm all right yeah. Um and I also have Dan Moran, his brother, what's going on? Hey. What's up everybody? <laughs> yeah, so um I'm
0: eight. the talent of the family, Martini.
1: Oh are yeah. you now? Okay. <laughs> I
0: bring the energy. Dan is like, Hey I'm his brother.
1: <laughs> I'm, no, but, afterthought. I'm just no. here We're no done. no 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 i'm gonna bring it back i'm gonna bring it back but i don't remember what year exactly but you guys used to be a dynamic duo called poly games that's old school that's a throwback
0: man okay, don't bring fun. that up
1: <laughs> this interview's over yeah, yeah, yeah it's been a,
0: it's been a long time coming man it's uh and I'm the one that stuck with it. It was Dan's idea. I'm the one that stuck with it. Now, I host a little ditty called The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players, where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation each and every Thursday. See how fast that is?
1: I know. Like, natural greatest, at it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I remember when I used to be on your guys' podcast, you know, yep. whether it's talking about political stuff or video games, and it was really good, and, I, and I'm glad that... Uh. I got to be a voice in your uh, old podcast, and thank you guys for returning this favor.
0: Of course. As my dog barks in the background, thank you. My dog's very excited to be (laughs) here as well.
2: (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that.
1: (laughs) No, 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 it's all right. So um, I just wanted to really, I mean, again, with this podcast, I really like to really go into the minutia of things and dating, you know, uh, as you both, you guys know, I'm just like obsessed with like relationships and, and dating and all that stuff. So I know recently, maybe in the last couple of weeks, I've been seeing a lot of, um, uh, memes about, you know, you know, that like that old, uh, we all grew up with the, you know, the, uh, ice cream bar at Klondike. And it's like, you know, what would you do for a Klondike bar? Mm-hmm. But now it's things where people are like, you know, what are you going to do for a PlayStation five? yeah
0: because of... <laughs> where it's like the young guy and it's like they like the grandma like it's like the sugar mama plus 11 type of thing
1: <laughs> yeah and mm-hmm. a lot of people you know on social media it's like oh you know the PlayStation 5 Five's coming you know yeah so a lot of girlfriends are like oh like oh here we go here, here's this thing again or it's like okay what are you gonna do to up this relationship are you gonna give me PS5 because I've gotten you all these things and and whatnot and again <laughs> i've been seeing things particularly uh, the things that i've the video clips that i've shown you yeah about just video games in general and what i don't know like what uh, maybe men should be doing otherwise uh, mm-hmm. is, is video games you know taking too much of your time and, and all those things but we're we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get to all that in a bit but i i do want to know as of right now I'll, I'll take a little uh snippet from joe's uh podcast but uh what are you guys playing oh
0: look at you man <laughs> um honestly it's more uh what have i been playing it's more I got i've just started watchdogs legion which okay. um is kind of meh so far um, but it's really, it, it is really more on the production side of me getting ready for the PlayStation 5 and having meetings with my co-hosts, reaching out to PR teams and getting that all settled before the final, you know, or before the the 12th when the console comes out. So like, here's something Dan might not know. Everybody thinks, you know, well, cause we're all living together, we're all hunkering down, we're all in the age of Corona. Um, everybody thinks I'm up here playing games. That's like maybe a third of it. It's not that much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't. I personally, let me set the record straight I do not think that you're just playing games all day. Yeah. I hear you constantly networking with people upstairs and uh, what we call the attic mm-hmm. of desolation and isolation. And yeah, for the most part, yeah, you you are very well isolated in your room and it's it's you you are focused on this launch. So, yep. yeah, I I I think of most times that I walked in on the walked in on you while you were while something was going on in the room with the door closed, you've been more than more than likely podcasting than you have been gaming maybe like 9 out of 10 times. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. It's very like I keep forgetting how Eminent, this thing is it, it, isn't it already out in in like England or something like
0: that? Uh, no, uh, some some of the more uh, bigger uh, outlets already have them. Um, so okay. yeah, they're lucky enough. We uh, I'd even bother reaching out to Sony because they're very. Uh, if if you don't if you don't have X amount of, of traffic, they don't they don't even That's bother weird. talking. Okay. Yeah,
2: so one one friend in one of my Facebook circles, he already has his. And mm-hmm. he's, he's in, uh, he's like 10 minutes outside of London.
0: Yeah, like, if okay. you so here's the funny thing. If you're anywhere but U.S. and okay. like, because like I, I can do, I don't like to toot my own horn, but a lot of the podcasts mm-hmm. that I surround myself with, I'm probably the larger one. Some of, or the same size. If you're in the, if, if we were living in the U.K., I'll say it like this. Yeah, I probably have a PlayStation 5 right now playing, but because it's the US market and it is so mm-hmm. vast and huge and it's ever reaching, there's an even higher standard for influencers, creators, podcasters to, to wow. hit that magic number. So like I'm I'm assuming they don't fuck with you unless you're like at thirty K and uh wow. and and that type Can of thing. Can
2: we job. drop F bombs here? We're good with that? Is yes, this yes, family oriented? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay, fine.
1: Fuck.
0: Her. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I haven't been you. playing much Martini. I haven't been playing shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, because um, to hunker uh, back on what uh, Dan was saying, yeah. I-, I have been seeing your uh, your videos that keep popping up. Like, here's the new PlayStation controller. Mm-hmm. Here's the new uh, unboxing of this uh, orb that's a that's also a headset yeah. and all this stuff. So I'm just like, wow, this guy's really going in. And I forgot mm-hmm. that. This is your first console launch Yeah, doing a podcast, right?
0: Yeah, it's my first ever. Um, How does as- that feel? It feels weird because, uh, yeah, like we started this about two years ago and seeing the amount of people that we that we bring in, like it's weird, like you know, a lot of, po- I'm very humbled, a lot of podcasts don't get past that episode seven, we're at episode 100 and something at this point.
1: That's- That's awesome.
0: Yeah. We, you know, bringing in thousands of people each month. um, It keeps on growing, which is amazing and and humbling and and all that. So, like, I could definitely see the traffic has grown exponentially over the last three months um, because of the launch of the PlayStation 5. And -hmm. it's really cool as a PR person to break down and analyze the traffic and where it's coming from and how to tap into that sort of stuff.
1: That's that's good though, yeah. Um, but uh, Dan, so what are you playing? If you're playing anything,
2: uh, for f- yeah, for a few weeks, um, actually more like a few days, I was playing Star Wars Squadron that came out for uh, while well, I was playing it on the PS4 platform, and um, I was sort of kind of preparing for a PS5 um, launch, but I don't. I think I think economic circumstances are going to prevent me from actually acquiring one this go around so possibly next holiday season i'll get one um but as far as gaming is concerned i haven't really done much console gaming um Mm -hmm. the last few weeks it's basically i'm i'm very much a mobile gamer Mm -hmm. and uh so i've been playing a lot of marvel strike force i've actually i was just handed the reins of my failing guild (laughs) as the guild leader now so or as we call it alliance leader so um yeah, I'm actually actively building an alliance right now in uh, in my mobile game, and I am quite the authoritarian. I'm mean, kicking <laughs> out people cut left and the right. A lot of dead weight, and I'm, it's pretty fun. Okay,
1: that's cool. So, before we get into the it's meat A little potatoes, pat on the head there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stalin,
0: settle down, yeah. <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> like, take it easy, take it easy. Oh, mobile games. <laughs> All right. No, but I mean, hey, to some people, I mean that that that's gaming too. Some I don't discriminate. That's fine. <laughs> mm. um, but before we get into the meat and potatoes of the actual episode, I want to know from the both of you. We'll we'll go with uh, Joe first. How do you think video games benefit the world at large? Um, they're just
0: another. They're just another creative outlet. And a misunderstood one, some from various reasons uh, that are like, yeah, rightly so. Some others for for not. Uh, it's it builds culture. It it builds, you know, it, it builds that culture's art in what they appreciate. And it's simple when you you can stare at like, you know, a game like Call of Duty that is just simple you know, Michael Bay action, right? And go, how's yeah. that culture? But then you could take a look at a game like Cuphead that is a nineteen thirties style looks like it's right off the pages of like Disney cartoon, right? And right. just looking at it and going, how is this actually able to be to be possible? Mm-hmm. It draws people in, right? When mm-hmm. we're taking a look at somewhere like South Korea, they're you know, before the age of COVID filling soccer stadiums full of people watching people play things like league of legends, right? So it's all about building a community. It's all about entertaining the viewer. And it's also about critical thought, like of, um, what remains of Edith Finch, where, you know, it talks about death and life and the persistence of, um, it makes you feel, it makes you have connect with your friends, and it's also there to be entertaining. Um, that's where it benefits. Just like a good book, just like a TV show, just like movies, there's good movies, there's bad movies, there's action movies, and then there's the, the stuff that actually speaks to you
2: emotionally. So they do a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dan, I forward the question to you
2: i wish i went first because it's very hard to top what joe just said um (laughs) (laughs) what was the question again just so how have the meat and potatoes of it
1: how do you think video games benefit the world at large
2: okay so i think first and foremost i I, I agree with joe that it it is a form of entertainment um and i do think I, i think for the creators it is a creative outlet um for Especially indie developers, right? Mm-hmm. So, like indie developers, like guys that the the, what is it? Just one or two guys that made Cuphead? I mean, yes. Or yeah, it was yeah. MDHR. Was
0: like, they were practically like a family, uh, two families working on it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, like, I I think right there when you when you take when you you know like if you think of like historically like you know artists like Picasso who who you know took time with paintings and. That each painting was uh, representative of certain um, regional issues uh, throughout the globe. So, like, there, there are paintings Picasso made that were um, centered around the Spanish Civil War and have very specific undertones to them, right? So, like, you take a game, let's say, like Call of Duty, right? I mean, they're they're flashing us back to the '80s with uh, with Ronald Reagan, which you know, like, is <laughs> is really nuts. I mean, they've done it before. They did it with JFK um, in Black Ops, and I think now they're doing it again with Black Ops, where they're just taking us back. The main character looks like a Robert Redford-type character, and it's kind of like throwing us back into an, an alternate timeline, right? Or playing with the timeline that's there, and it, playing with the historical events. So, like, that's that's a really cool aspect of it. As far as, like, putting people back and connecting to other artistic, like cultural, artistic, historical um, um, takes um, are really, that's something that they're now offering to the table. Like think also like about legacy games, right? So like 8-bit gaming, right? That's pretty much the start for all of us, I would think, Right. So, like, eight-bit gaming is now an art form that you find in, um, <laughs> you find in retail settings for, for old, uh, uh, you know, old, old as new retro T-shirts, right? Like, you see that. You see retro art in in, in gaming. Um, I just started exploring uh, the three D printing world, and it's ripe with eight-bit content to to download and and to print because uh, it's really you know, three D printing. You can see a lot of you know, uh, blocky details and it works really good in that medium. So, like, um, you know, I think it's, I think it's now we got to a point where uh, gaming is now in, ingrained in our culture. Mm-hmm. Very much so.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so, let's take it a little bit more personally. So, like, how, for for Dan, how does video games benefit you personally?
2: Uh, really, a, I don't really, I don't want to get too personal, but, um you don't have to one th- I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I don't I don't wanna like go over a line where I get too too much into it. But for instance, um my wife was in a car accident in like 2013 and the reason why I started going from console gaming and more to mobile gaming and mobile gaming was rising uh along those uh around that time it has been like cemented with like your angry bird type games. Um and, 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 you know, what was hot back then in, the in like, 2013 time. Um, that type of gaming was there. And I often found myself away from a console while taking her to doctor's appointments and trying to figure out what was wrong with her for, like, a good year and a half because um, a lot of the doctors didn't know what she had. So, like, I found myself in waiting rooms constantly and always going to my device and, right. like, looking at my device and just saying to myself well i could depress the hell out of myself and listen to the news (laughs) or (laughs) i can go into this escape into my device and i can try to just kind of forget what was going on at that that one moment and kind of get something else you know Mm -hmm. because you know yeah it's it's tough trying to find a diagnosis for your loved one so yep. that, gaming helped a lot in that aspect. So yeah, right
1: now that would be the one. Okay. Joe, I pass it off to you. How does gaming benefit you personally?
0: Well, before we started this call, we were having some technical difficulties. <laughs> and who was able to pull it off? <laughs> me. And it's only because of video games, right? <laughs> so like all this like technical know-how is simple to me because video games have pushed me to be better at editing to be better at recording to be a better interviewer to be better with my words uh I love this medium so much that I want to show it in the best way possible. And so how benefit how video games benefit me personally they're to me, they are my form of entertainment. They are the thing that I go to. Uh, I'm dyslexic. I can't read books. Well, words ain't my specialty. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, movies are great and they're fun and they're cool, but oftentimes I could kind of see the archetypes of those characters and their arcs and how the story's going to eventually play out. Same with television. A lot of it's garbage. A lot of it's reality TV nonsense. I don't like The Bachelorette, but I find it very attractive. So, like, to me, <laughs> none of that really does it for me. But in terms of video games, look, we're stuck in our homes. 2020 is awful. Our president's a racist. I want to kind of <laughs> get out of that headspace. And video games provide that ultimate experience of really overloading your brain with all that what i've just mentioned you know video games is reading it's you you have to read a menu you got to read dialogue you got to read item descriptions all that um you know video games are television you have the cutscenes in front of you and then video games are also movies but interactive ones where you're playing as that main protagonist. So they're very unique in, in the forms of how it affects me because I'm going to a multiplayer game Like, you know, Apex Legends because I want to kind of bullshit with my friends for a little bit. Uh, Or I'm playing a game like, you know, uh, Watch Dogs because I want to escape into a post-apocalyptic London. Or maybe, you know what, in a few weeks I want to jump into Miles Morales because I want to feel what it feels like to be a superhero.
2: That's what video games
0: do for me is that form of escapism.
2: That last one makes me want to buy a PS5 so bad.
0: I know. It's so fucking awesome. But yeah, that's what it does.
1: (laughs) All right. That's awesome, man. All right. So let's get into it. So the reason um, I selected these two... Uh, guess, also because they're my friends, but also (laughs) they have a very unique perspective on this topic that we're going to talk about. Because again, it's about video games and dating. Is it game over for guys? Because like I said, what we're going to get into, um, I have given them, I guess, homework, if you would say about this gentleman, but I don't necessarily want to rag on him because there are more people out there that think just like him. And a lot of women as well who, who who think in this manner but about how video games might be holding men back in with reality i guess and also um what 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 can be done about that or mm-hmm. does there need to be something done about it but with joe he like he said at the beginning he is trying to amass this video game empire <laughs> with his podcast and whatever else so uh, some people are saying that you know you should be doing something else where this guy is going head first you know like scrooge mm-hmm. mcduck into the money bin mm-hmm. trying to go go into this video game uh, aspect and with dan he is uh, a fellow geek and video game person and they're saying that you need to essentially stop that but or or you or you're never gonna get a girl or whatever, but this guy has been married for how long now?
0: Damn that that one's Probably you. I'm no. not the married one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh
2: wait, me or the? guy? Yes. you're talking about the YouTuber. No, no. no, no, no I, I, you? oh, how um, how long have you been married? Uh, I think I just hit eight years. Yeah, just hit all right. Eight years. So eight years. Eight that's years awesome.
1: Two months. You, yeah. You passed. You passed the uh, seven year itch. So that's good. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna. I don't want to
2: get this ball and chain off next.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're gonna get into it. So, but first, I I want to know. Um, okay, well, first with uh, the the man's name is Richard Cooper. Um, yeah. I I, I should have looked this up. I don't I don't know his like formal. I, I get well, actually, you know, he's. I don't want to say he's like a dating coach, but he is a coach okay. uh, because he does have seminars and stuff like that. Um, and he has mult a multitude of ep- of uh, content and episodes, not necessarily about video games, but just trying to be trying f- for you to reach your greatest potential, essentially.
2: Yeah, I didn't do too much and, research on him, but like, he seemed very much like a motivational speaker. Okay, yeah, exactly. There, in, in, okay, in, in, cool. In,
1: no, no. In in terms of like, no, like he he has a lot of things about uh uh about like single mothers and and all, and all that stuff. So. Again, oh. a, a, a lot of content that he has. Uh-huh. So okay. he has this. Uh, he had this video that I showed you that I showed you guys about how video games turn men into betas,
0: uh-huh.
1: and right. he was just saying that video games are not a good use of your time sure they can be fun and engaging and you have a sense of community because he did admit in another video that he he was a gamer himself he was like a human warrior in a world of warcraft i don't know what that means because i i did not play world of Warcraft. I,
0: I know what that means sorry martini i got you
1: <laughs> no i know you i know you know I, But i think i have an idea too but <laughs> yeah so like so it's not like he's like just like this alpha guy who doesn't know what he's talking about like he he is he well he was of the world Mm-hmm. But then he decided it was like you know what I'm i I want to do other things, and he was just talking about how he he brought up the League of Leg- League of Legends champions right. of, of of yesteryear and and how they are how they look, and he and he specifically said yes they are the world champions in their own craft but they don't. But he doesn't think that they are Yeah,
0: legends. he called them dorks. And that's why I was just like, okay, you're an idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he said that they're not they're not legends of mankind and they're pretty right. much dorks. And well, I want to know what, what you guys feel about at least that aspect. Okay. I'll
0: t- I'll say this to Mr. Richard Cooper. FDR couldn't do a fucking push up.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Checkmate. You're a fucking <laughs> idiot. So uh, listen, I don't care the monetary values. Success is what you think of it in your head, right? So, like, this guy's like, "Oh, they're betas. I could do twenty more push-ups than them easily." I'm like, "Dude, what do you what do you have to?" Pr-? Immediately from that, I was like, "Are you serious? Is this it?" And, and so, this guy really does come off as, and like, just seeing some of some of his shit, yeah, he's definitely a motivational speaker. I don't know to his who's audience, but it's very much like uh, leans towards a hint of misogyny. For sure. Yep. Like, I the the, the one that he just posted, women often leave men when money goes away. Um, yeah, that guy, this guy's probably single too. I don't know.
1: <laughs> like, if... if yeah, Maybe on purpose, though.
0: Baby yeah, purpose. yeah, because he's a douchebag. Like, this guy sounds like a person whose ancestors owned plantations. The way he <laughs> talks to about... Uh, people, and the way like he's like, oh yeah, I'll I'll probably invest in one of these teams, but I'll... This is so beneath me. It's like, well, no, you are still engaging with it, whether you're making money off it or not. It's often the problem that is in video games, where there's a lot of investors like Rich out there, who don't give a fuck, who only see the dollar signs, that end up making the games that he hates so very much. So when he talks about, oh, these guys are mostly dorks, dude, My friend Barry, who runs his own network, is a massive gamer, is more, quote-unquote, swole than this guy ever will be. Like, this guy's jacked. He's going to the gym every day, 5 a.m., making gains. That's what he's always saying. Like, gamers are so much more than what Richard is trying to lead on. And when, just like to the esports thing, esports players... Most of their training isn't actually playing the game. A lot of people don't know this, but they're actually also hitting the gym as well in multiple ways. Because the most important thing, if you're an esports player, is your mind. So they are trying to get you to be active. They that that the little the, you know the, the the Korean team could probably out push up this guy. Is what I'm uh, alluding to. Right. They are physically fit yeah they are not the epitome of like an Olympian, right but they are the masters of their own craft just because look if the metric was you're stronger than me yeah this guy is way more of a man than i'll ever be but i can just look at this guy's vain ass lifestyle and say i'm a better person than him because i have feelings i don't just paint with the broad brush here you know look i called rich a lot of mean names but when I take a look at his content and what he's actually producing, and I did take a give a good honest look, it's not how to make you better. It is more about look at how you could be like me. And it's more vain, and it's it doesn't achieve anything. So to me, yeah, I'm. I know I've got I got lost in the thread here. To me, I don't take anything what this guy says personally it's just aggravating that we're still here in 2020 when like most people know what video games are. I don't take anybody's advice to something like you're not coming to me for automotive skills. If I'm trying to tell you what the best car is, you know what I mean? I I can't point you in that direction. I'd be like, I drive a Toyota. I'm not coming to this guy with gaming advice or are games bad because he doesn't even know what they are. Like, he's like, Oh, I was a, I was a, player of world of warcraft i did pvp and raiding and there's not much strategy there i'm like dude are you fucking stupid you must have sucked because there's a ton of strategy when it comes to predicting a player that is right in front of you their actions their movements and how to counter them that's strategy 101 when there's jump a in? yeah go in go for it
2: yeah okay so so one thing uh, that i got from the videos right yeah. was one, he does bring up a topic that, you know, this topic is definitely something that we talk about a lot in society, right? What is, you know, is there a benefit of allowing our youths to just sit all day in front of a TV Fair. and watch, or, or excuse me, uh, consume video game content? Mm-hmm. Um, so much so, is, is it is it a vice more than it is entertainment? That's what I got out of it. And I see that he leans more towards vice, and I can definitely say, there is a rager's edge to to being right and wrong on both sides, right? Sure. I, I can definitely say that, you know, he definitely has a point. He definitely has a point. The point being is after a while, games, you, you, it's it's about you putting yourself into the game if you're a consumer. So if you're just consuming the game, right, there are more productive things that you could be doing with your time. Anybody could agree to that statement. If you took, let's say I played three hours – of any game every night before bed and I have a family of four and I'm neglecting my family. Right. Yeah. I probably could do more with my kids if I wasn't playing the game. Right. So like, I think that was your third video and I won't get too much into that. But if I take, if I take that time and I invested somewhere else, I could do more self betterment for myself. Now I'm an overweight person. I am overweight. I do play games. If I took a fraction of that time and applied it to my phys- my physique, he's right. He makes a point. I could be a better version of myself in that aspect, right? So mm. I get where he's coming from. The other thing is like when you take the – I didn't know m- much about his his channel, right? right. He mm-hmm. seemed very alpha male. He seems yes. like you – know, just looking yes. at him, he looks like he works out constantly, Um which is nothing wrong with that. Um, most CEOs, like if you look at the most successful CEOs in the United States, they wake up at somewhere around 4 or 5 o'clock in, their, in, in the morning in their time zone. And they just they start a, a two-hour workout session. And then they hit the day after that. And they get their full eight hours. And they do the whole thing all over again. Yep. So that that's like a Tim Cook regiment right there, if I remember his correctly but I, but that's pretty much cookie cutter what it's like for all of Silicon Valley and all the fortune 500 companies that are out there yeah so you take that aspect right they're they're captains of industry this guy thinks that we're all going to be one of those guys that's yeah. not the case <laughs> that's yeah that's what I'm getting at we were, we're you know like you Joe brought up FDR I'm gonna bring up um, his cousin I'm gonna bring up Teddy Roosevelt Teddy Roosevelt, when he was president, not excuse me, but way before he was president, when he was a child, right? He was overweight. Um, He was academically uh, stimulated. So, like, his thing, he was, like, addicted to reading at one point or another. Mm -hmm. Um, Or imbibing information, taking in information. He was obsessed with wanting to be a cowboy, right? So, like, he would, like, read cowboy novels and stuff like this. And that was kind of, like, the thing he was wasting his time or rotting his brain brain with at that time in whatever what right. was the 1880s. Um, so like that was the things around his brain with When he got into his adolescent his father then took him to the side and he said, Okay, you have built a mind, but now you my son, you must build a body. So then he basically introduced introduced him to physical health education. Part of this is parenting, right? Yeah. If you have parents that actually want you to be a well rounded individual, they will go out of their way to make you that. Um, the hel- not, not so much. Like I know we we got the helicopter parents and now the bulldozer parents that literally just put every obstacle out of your way. I'm not saying that, <laughs> uh-huh. but I'm saying that parents should be able to guide you. This the kid, like if 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 this if the console now becomes again, I'm talking mostly about youth here. The console becomes a babysitter, that's a that's a fucking recipe for disaster. Yeah. And um, the thing is too,
0: when, when like when we get there, so like take, taking a look at Rich, again, he's he's an investor. He that's what he does. It's all about mm-hmm. numbers, sense, and people are obviously second to him. And I think look look, and, and and no no detriment to the man, like that's what an investor is. It's all about dollars and, 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 and cents here to them. So like obviously like yeah, the the person element. There's a obvious divorce from that. And again, I'm not taking this guy's advice because I'm not a Fortune 500. I don't want to be that person. But when we take a look at, you know, on the opposite spectrum, you gave us this ABC uh, interview um, with like this parent, these parents that like could not control this kid from playing a game. Right? We've I've been, look. I've been that kid for sure. Like he talks about World of Warcraft. Yeah, everything in moderation is fine, but World of Warcraft could be an addiction. There is those dopamine rushes that games do provide. Some of them very nefariously. And so like yeah, everything in moderation is 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 fine, but then you do have the parents that like don't take away, like, when they're like, we have to take away the router in the house. It's like, how did <laughs> you even get to that point, lady? When is it your fault and not the game's fault? You know, I worked at GameStop for a very long time. And taking uh-huh. a look at parents that come in, Dan as well, Dan can testify to this buying grand theft auto a game that is about you being the worst type of person in the world um it, actually <laughs> yeah. kind of like rich kind of like rich and <laughs> and it's it's it, i'm not even kidding like th- that is a he is an archetype of that character of, of one of the characters now mentioning it is that you know, this this game has you, like, you know, running over people, shooting people, you know, the whole nine yards, you hear it here all the time. Um, you know, and, like, having sex with hookers, running her over, whatever, getting your money back. And, you know, I see parents buying this for their kids that are teens. When I mean teens, I mean they're 12, 13, 14. They don't even, like, they don't understand the concept of mora- or, or mortality, let alone morality. So, you know... You have these parents that then go, Meh, "It's what, what? It's not like they don't see that on TV, you know? It's yeah, it's yeah. it's this divorce of well, my son or my 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 kid is on obviously a wrong track because he's he or she's doing A B way too much and not even attempting to course correct it." And okay. some
2: one some thing, one yeah. One thing Can I jump in. This is something that happens with kids, and it's a trick that kids have done forever right so like uh, joe and i were watching uh, stranger things last night and one of the ki- one of the one of the episodes and i'm not giving anything major away but one of the episodes the show is based off in the uh, in the 80s in the mid 80s is before cell phones this is before the real takeoff of gaming and stuff like this and the this one kid you know kids lie to their parents i hate to say this parents that are listening your kids, the perfect little kid that you have. They're pieces of the shit. I'm an educator. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. They lie to you. Yeah. They lie to you to get stuff, you know? I'm not saying they don't love you, but I'm saying they lie to you to get stuff. So the character in this sk- in this show, who is an A student in the, in the thing, who has very strict parents, makes up a story that there's uh, going to be some type of vigil for a missing kid in the story that's essential to the plot. I'm going to go with so and so because so and so is going to go, and so and so's parents are letting them go to this vigil, so I should be able to have that. You do not know how many times I hear at, we heard at the cash register, but little Tommy is getting gan- Grand Theft Auto, and the kid's seven, the ki- or whatever he is, he's and unidiated. the parents just he's give in, way under ten, they yeah. give in. I've yeah. had a parent literally ask me, "What does M?" for mature mean and i had had them flip the game over and read aloud what it was m for mature for and it said nudity and violence and he goes to me wait a second there's nudity in here and i go yeah And they go what kind of nudity I'm like wait a second does that fucking matter right does it matter that your kid who is he's like he's 15 i'm like okay so it's okay for him to see a pair of breasts mm-hmm. at 15, but if there's like, dog I'm strong, out <laughs> yeah no no yeah right but no but seriously like you you, you, it's for, you would imagine a parent wouldn't want their kids to have access to hardcore porn right, right. let alone core porn with like, with soft pornography in it right mm-hmm. so you're basically telling them you know it's okay to view tits and ass bloody tits and ass and and kill people I think it was Far Cry. It was like Far Cry Three, oh, yeah. where at the end, at the end, spoilers. And this game's like twenty years old. You, you the, this person is 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 having sex with you in 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 the cowboy position, and you're seeing it POV, and then she stabs you in the chest and rips out your insides. Yeah, it's like a so it's like, weird
0: uh, ritual thing. Yeah.
2: Right. So I'm like, he's asking me, is it is it really violent? Once I spelled it out to him, go, yeah, your guts are spilling out of you, and you. <laughs> fade away while you're staring at these bloody breasts as she's bathing in your blood.
0: Yeah, but bro, is it hot?
2: Like, it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you think a 15-year-old can, heal you know, after all that, I'm mean, like, uh, listen, if you're asking, I told the guy, I go, if you're asking me to parent your kid, that's on you. I'm not giving you, I'm not here to give you permission to give it, give it to your kid. Are you asking me if I would got my kid to have this game? Hell no.
0: Now, like, we got off way <laughs> off track from what we yeah. think of this um. Yeah. This Richard guy. So he went
1: to parody.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I want to bring We're us back, even, Martini. Well, not even well, not
1: even the Richard guy, but but m- m- mostly that ideology because right. I, I again I don't want to necessarily, you know, rag, rag on Rich because like um, just like Dan said, you know, the man does have some points, and also too, uh, I did, I, I I have watched some of his content. And I definitely understand where you're coming from, Joe. Where you're like, "Oh man, like this guy's like a douchebag or whatever." But at the same time, he'll sometimes have good points, and m- not only have good points. I have to look at myself, and I'm like, "Oh damn, that's me, man!" Like right. shit. Like should I, should I do something? Because because uh, like I'll, I'd like I'll to give... also
2: mention that. Yeah, we like to also mention that he has bars of soap clearly on display at one point.
0: <laughs> just in the video
2: where it's just like, yeah, okay, I get it. You're trying to sell me your song, right? Yeah, I'm not stupid. Um,
0: well, yeah, I mean, like, but yeah,
2: I, I did see, I did see who he was talking about. I saw the person in me that he was talking about. Sure, and it, it was like, oh, it, it was an introspective look at at what was going on. It's well, like it's more
0: like because, like, like, when I when I see those videos, it's like, what's wrong with you, and how can you be like me? Type of bullshit. Where like I I take look. Uh, He's
2: selling himself.
0: He's yeah, selling he, he himself really is. Product. He's selling himself as the product, and Buy this is what you want to be and like like that Lamborghini. He probably doesn't own. You know, he he <laughs> probably was just like you know uh, at a Lamborghini dealership. Like, hey, could you check my uh, credit? Can we go on a speed run? Probably, bam, took a picture of it. There he is. Like a lot of it, like is is fake fame to a lot of extent too. A lot of what you see on social media is not actually real. Or even obtainable for so many people for so many reasons. Um, So when I take a look at like again like the 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 Richard guy and like oh he may make a good point. Yeah, look, there are awful people in this world that that I can actually sit there and I could be like oh yeah they hadn't well they you know what that's a that's a that's okay Joe Rogan you made a point but (laughs) at the end of the day it doesn't it just because you may agree with someone in some aspect, doesn't also mean that, oh, well, shit, I have to maybe change my whole w- w- worldview. It's like, no, there there is intersection, but the pers- the perceptions are different and where he's coming from where i'm coming from are different we're just crossing on a particular path you know can like can
2: i ask a question for uh, of you, Joe real quick yeah do you, do you do you admit though that if you took let's say less time out of gaming right, right? You took yeah. some out of it and you applied it to i don't know let's say not even exercise but like learning how to trade stocks sure right wouldn't you think after a while that you would probably get better at that yeah I, mean, yeah, I mean, that's what's.
0: Yeah, I mean, this guy could go and, you know, maybe instead of making a video about how awesome he is, he could go to a soup kitchen and learn how to be a better person like <laughs> uh, like like real talk like yeah obviously dude uh, I'm also large and in charge I could take some time out of my day but that is a more of a mental leap that is beyond video games that is more neurological of 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 where my mind is where people's minds are and where their genetics lie as well that's plays a huge role richard is an old white dude that literally made money probably off the backs of well, not probably did make money off systemic racism like yeah <laughs> You know, like systematic racism from the top and bottom. Like, yeah, of course, this guy's going to be in this Martini a
2: ton of views. Damn you it, man. guys. Don't <laughs> worry. Go to me
0: uh, at Badbit. Call me a snowflake. But, like, seriously, like, he's just an old white guy. The fuck is an old white guy going to do for me? Absolutely fuck all. So, like, yes, I could go out there and run, but video games aren't stopping me. There's something neurological stopping me there, right? Um, right. Or a chemical imbalance somewhere. Uh, and that's on me. I'm not like that's not a scapegoat for anything. I could definitely be healthier. Um, I could definitely go out there uh, a- a- and do that. but I'm also trying to make something out of nothing. Like this whole beginning portion of the of the show we were talking about me building a you know, an empire, quote unquote. I'm building a community of folks. and look, i I get thousands of people listening every every week. That is so good enough for me, just knowing that anyone does is cool. But that is something, at the end of the day, I'm going to give to someone as a portfolio and go, hey, look, PR company A, B, and C. I know what it takes to get traffic to your site. I'm indispensable. And that's going to lead me places. The Trophy Room has taken me places, job-wise, whatever have you, that if I was just sitting here doing absolutely nothing, yeah I wouldn't have been that's my success is building something out of nothing is already good enough for me and seeing that people are interested in it that's the win
2: yeah I'm not attacking you that. how
0: data. dare you Dan you fuck when I come down there <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, all right but no but I, I'm just saying like if you took time to yes. just I don't know you know arts and crafts yeah. or whatever Um, Look, if I can understand the the stock
0: market and be, you know, moneyball Brad Pitt, you know, I would. (laughs) Wrong movie, wrong setup. But like, sure. If I practice (laughs) at baseball, am I going to be better at baseball? Sure. But is being better at baseball the end all defining? Should that be the end all defining feature of, of myself? No.
2: No, but I think also the question is, what is it to be a man? Right. Is it is it? Is it to be a man to just sit as a sloth in mm-hmm. front of a screen all day? I mean, that th- that is not just gaming, too. Right. right. Like, you take, you take, you take, like, what the service industry for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the service sector economy is people sitting behind cubicles doing customer service. Right.
0: Being yelled you know, at, like, is know, that is done. that
2: yeah, being yelled at by like five six bosses, but basically describing office space. Yeah, but like that that movie is basically uh, a and i think, of what the workforce is like right now. And is, I think is that work.
0: And, and I'm gonna stop you there and say I think that's the wrong question. It's like like I like I get it, like dude, we're dudes, I, I, and I know like the the hip thing to say like, it's still toxic masculinity. It's like what do you and to, to your extent kind of true it's like look what's it take to be a man the archetype of a man what is it the provider he's strong he hits things with hammers he makes things <laughs> right like he's he's the warrior and that's what we should all be uh, but we're all warriors we're all fighting for survival we're all doing what we can to for ourselves that's not to me I think we have to get do without those what makes a man what makes a person what makes a good person that's what i'm more that's what i care more about is how do we treat each other better rather than trying to be someone else that's that's that is that is my problem with 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 people like rich and people that that think that way it's the world is not how. How can I be better and fuck everyone else over? Like like Richard said, he's the you know he he doesn't like that that esports team. He's gonna invest in them. Those same people that are saying hey go out there and yeah. be something are creating the jobs that put you behind the desk in the first place. So. To me it's Yeah, it
2: was very hypocritical to hear him say, "Oh, I'm investing in this. i right. to put a ton of money behind it cuz I'm balling." And like <laughs> at the same time, these guys what? are fucking losers over here. Dorks. And, yeah. Uh, they don't even know that I'm just going to make money off of what they're doing but they're such nerds and there
0: are and some like, people yeah, that like, think like that that was dumb that, that was, was so really dumb. dumb but like there are people that think like that and employ some brilliant people and those brilliant people know that like know what this guy thinks of them and that's the thing is like the big brawn people that maybe are good with ones and zeros but probably not um that that employ these creatives the creatives are having that freedom Right? The creatives, the people that are actually going out there and go, okay, Rich, you've made money. Great. But have you made a space where people can come together, talk, have fun with each other, build a, a place for people to be themselves in? I doubt Richard's ever done that. And so, I and, and the one game I, I'll bring up is Fortnite. Fortnite's a phenomenon. It's a game that I don't particularly play, but I respect. And when Taking a look at the creative director, Donald, Donald Mustard, what a great name, he, he talks about Fortnite as something more than a game, but a space that brings people together. And he says the thing that brings people into Fortnite is that there's not a lot of action every minute. Now, there's a ton of strategy into it. There's a pro circuit, esports, sure. But for the average person, it's about coming home and hanging out with the gang hanging out with the boys, dropping with them and and talking about your days, your frustrations and just a place for people to connect and have fun with each other. That's what video games a lot of it is for so many people out there. You know, like that's that's what I feel is is true success is. Like have I built something that other people are enjoying and other people are are not to say like losing themselves in a negative way, but like yeah, after that nine to five job, you can sit back and kind of de stress. You know, that's, that's true success to me. It's not driving the Lambo, it's, it's saying, hey, I've built this podcast. Do people feel safe here? Do people feel welcomed here? Is everybody having fun here and, and being a part of it? That's the main f- the crux. So, if I yeah,
2: if I may though. Again, not packing bad, but I think the main point of his argument is <laughs> Call me your fucking time, frubby, inve- fuck. time, time <laughs> invest. No, no, I'm just trying to bring it kind of. I don't
0: don't know, call I'm me not, my persona, bring- you son of a gun.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm just trying to trying to bring it back because yeah. like from what from what his 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 thesis is if you if you if I'm summarizing it correctly is that if you spend less time playing games and do and focus on other life stuff you could be better at life, right? Sure. That's really yeah, essentially, what it comes essentially, down to. essentially, yeah. yes. essentially. So I, I don't argue with that. That's a true statement. Yeah. The problem if, is, if if the you're debate, a debate, go for the it. Debate is the debate is, you know, his pers- his perception and the perception of of, of our culture, uh, arguably, the population is what is what is a man because right. according to if you're if you're if you're on if you're right of center, you believe that being a man is being under attack right now, right? So like if you have a right wing perspective, more than likely you your your traditional viewpoint of manhood is provider, right? Keeping that roof over the family's head, being a good father, being there for the kids, get having money ready for everybody when they need it, you know. Being the yeah. good husband, whatever yeah. those things mean. So like that to me, like I, I get it. Like at some point I think, yeah, at some point I ha- you have to hang up the console yeah. and say to yourself, Okay, I have priorities. Is the game a priority? Yeah. And yeah, no, the game's not a priority. Nine times out of ten, the game's not a priority unless you're making a living out of it, mm-hmm. which is a very, very minute amount of yeah. us.
0: I'm sorry, we've just realized we've taken a, a point made. What's your next question, sir? We keep, we keep, we, we're hightailing it. We're beating this rich guy over the head. You know, I think the audience knows he's, he's awful now. What's the, what's the next thing
1: you got for us? <laughs> no, no, uh, no, I, I did like what uh, Dan was saying, but I wanted to uh, reiterate what he was trying to make a point with. It's like, well, for me, the reason why. I wanted to come up with well not come up with the podcast was to talk about this episode was it really um uh i pretty much am like i don't want to say a living testament of what he's trying to say but essentially i went through what he is trying to convey which means like i remember you know playing video games all that good stuff Mm -hmm. and and whatever but then you know when i had my uh you know ex-fiance and we broke up because i wasn't able to you know like joe said be that provider be that yeah. man and stuff like that it it ended and then 2000 2000 it ended in 2012 november 2012 and I, that's when i was like man i started looking around i'm like man and i don't know not to say that video games were consuming me but i was in mm. i hit a limit i had a mental limit you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. So I was just like, man, what am I going to do with myself? I don't understand because, you know, the love of my life just said, no, I can't marry you anymore, you know, and that really mm-hmm. hurt. So yeah. I was just like, okay, that like that, I really need to make a change. I really do. So, and I think maybe Dan knows about this, but like, I, I, I gave up gaming. I was like, I'm not this generation. Yeah, I remember. I'm out. Like, i, I I'm not. I'm not getting the Wii U because you know both of you guys know I'm a Nintendo dude. Got every system, so like I I traded in my whatever DS that I had. I probably have like the 3DS or whatever traded yeah. that in. Uh, got rid of my Wii, and I was like, all right, I I need to do something. So, yeah, that's when I started really hunkering down on trying to write a book. Well, I, well, trying to write a book, and then within that time, I thought of I thought of another book. Uh, like so one book I have is just about like just uh, it's a fictional book mm-hmm. and another one is a non-fictional book about just the uh, just just recalling like the last 10 years of my, my life just you know trying to make sense of what happened back in yeah. 2012 you know yeah. what I mean and then in that time I, I did a podcast which both of you guys were you know graciously You know, came upon like three times, and I I get and I thank you for that. And now, um, I mean, I gave up that podcast, but then now I started hunkering down and doing another one. Mm -hmm. And thank you again for being on here. So it was just like, I get what he's saying because, like, I I want to be a better person, you know? Yeah, then, but then again, I'm kind of at a crossroads where it's like, of course, do I want to be a better person? But do I want to be a better person for? Me or for a girl, which is why we're gonna head towards like the more dating aspect Okay.
0: Hit me Martini. This one's for me. Dan's already Dan's already got the girl.
1: No, but but that but that's the thing. It's like I I do wanna ask Dan this where it's like Uh Yeah, he he was into video gaming and stuff too, and again, you might fall into the stereotype that Rich is talking about, but you beat him. You beat it. You you like you like so like what i do how do they beat oh. what <laughs> well you well you you well you beat his ideology saying like oh these people won't never amount to anything or like they should just you know hunker down on the video game stop doing that and like do something else but you've been fortright n- not even with the video games but like i guess in a way with like your geekdom as well like You you have attained a girlfriend and then she became your wife, but you are still. I mean, I've been in your house many times before. Downstairs is a Star Wars shrine. Any other girl would freaking hightail it out of there and be like, "F "F this guy." Yes, you know they're like, "My wife is always on edge to leave." (laughs) 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 She sees
2: that shrine. She's like, "I made a huge mistake." (laughs) Yo, I I collect uh, lightsabers. But uh, but, a lot uh, of them. I have one coming in today that I'm anxiously waiting for from London. Which one is and, it? And uh, it's still not here. Uh, it is Princess, nah, excuse me, General Leia's lightsaber. Here's ah,
0: well, Leia. to me, she's royalty. Yeah. So how does how Robin that? deal with it, dude?
2: How does she deal with Star Wars? Yeah, your fandom. Uh, you have to ask her that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, she, for a while, it was just tolerating it, and then it kind of, it, it became, it wore her down. Mm-hmm. Like, after a while, she just, kn- she knew that it, it was a part of me. Mm-hmm. And like she started to get the philosophical element of 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 the films from the films. She's she's done the Mandalorian stuff with us, which hey, comes out today on Disney Plus. Uh, at least at the time of this recording. Dan, and, they're not uh, paying
0: Martini. You just you just say a, a service. You don't give them free advertising like that. God damn it, podcasting. You to, yeah. I'm sorry, Martini. The,
2: she's sorry. into it's she's fine. into Mandalorian. She's into the uh standalone film. She really loves solo. Um, not so much Rogue One because of the father element. She lost her dad; that fucking hit her right in the heart. And we were in the middle of our court case at the time, so really, she couldn't really focus on that film. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, I I was full full I, like Rogue One is the world to me. Of mm-hmm. Most of the Star Wars films out there, uh, <laughs> that one really hits hits me right in the heart. And I've actually used that film for for a lesson to teach kids about basically intergalactic Nazis. No. But like to like kind of give like what it is to like the, the intro of that film is great to like teach kids about like you know this is what this is what knocking on doors looks like in 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 the 1930s right the spaceships um, but like mm-hmm. yeah but the, but it was like you know she she's come to with me to every new film um, usually first night release she's there um, since 2015 Um and when she's not, it's Joe, <laughs> and she's there on my second view. So like, she she's absorbed it. She's kind. Of, she's. I wouldn't say she's a, a diehard fan, but she's a casual fan. Now.
0: She embraced her yeah. hobby.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm still kind of getting into the whole nail polish thing that she's into. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> but,
0: yeah. <laughs> you, uh, but like, I think like Mar- like uh, Martini. I think that's part of it is finding the partner that at least gets it or embraces it embracing would be great you know you have a player too but it's really understanding it i i totally get where you're coming at and I'll, you could throw the question to me where is it's just like oh pff, females don't get it cuz like some of them <laughs> fucking don't but i think uh, at least my generation they're starting to mhm yeah no,
2: no, yeah i, I, ahead, I think it. it's ingrained in culture now i think you know Damn. gaming has so Again,
0: I let Martini now give oh. me the question. This is the problem. <laughs> this is again. I'm so sorry, Martini. This
1: <laughs> I'm professional. With no, it's it, it's all right. No, but but I was just saying that it's like, um, yeah. How how has it been in your like neck of the woods, Joe? Because again, you're again, and this is totally fine. But you know, you have been pretty private with your. Uh, dating things and all that stuff and, and that's fine but mm-hmm. how have you found it to be out there that like what do you say like hey you know i'm a you know i have a uh a, a gaming empire do you want like, to date me and they're like yeah oh, i, I, lo- I, I love the
0: gaming empire no um so like honestly i i haven't been on the market i am mostly like first off like how do you do it in the age of covid like I don't want to go out you know Dude, I don't want to get sick I'm going to die so like that's one part of it I was like maybe after this whole covid situation sure I'll go back out there but a lot of it for college was just like no I don't want to like if if the person comes they come but like who but um that's in my new that's what she said it to- it's like you know coming anyway so um laugh <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah, like it's like if that person arrives, then they do. But if they don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I am way too busy trying to make something out of nothing and graduating college. And I graduated college and then the world just decided it wanted to end. So <laughs> like, that's where I'm at. Like, sure. Video games could be a, 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 like a hump for people to jump over. Um, but if they're not an understanding participant, cause I'm not changing for them. Right, mm. especially out the gate. <laughs> I just met you. Change? No, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm my own person. If they don't understand, well, that person's then not for me. Um, you know, that, that's kind of how I deal with it. Look, I got a lot of female friends. They understand how much of a nerd I am, and they kind of embrace it. And they and they and they want to know from time to time what type of nerdy shit I'm up to. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 about just basic caring so like to me martini uh, I, can i call like your fiance a bitch is that is that appropriate okay? <laughs> her ex-fiance not
1: a bitch <laughs> all right but oh, understand whoever string. broke
0: my friend martini's heart <laughs> he may have forgiven you but i don't is oh that <laughs> is that you didn't have a a a? a I guess i like go a, a willing participant a person that was willing to go i don't necessarily understand it but whatever i'm I, i'm um, uh, you know, it makes them happy. I I have a lot of people in my community, um, you know, who are married, who their partner doesn't get it, but they give it them that that space. Like that's that's their time, and they spend it the way they want. Games should not be like, oh, like you're meeting the perfect person, right? And then all of a sudden they're like, oh my god, he's he's stable, he's got a car, he's this, he's got an apartment, he has three pets, and they're all you know pugs. It's great. And then you get down to the line and go, "Oh, you play, you you play, it. you play PlayStation seriously? How old are you?" It's like, no, that person ha- is. This is how they want to spend their time. It's just like if you wanted to go, if hiking's your thing, you know. Um, if if I met a person that's into hiking, obviously we're not compatible. I can't, I, I nature <laughs> fucking mosquitoes. Like obviously that's not gonna work. Yeah. So it's about like finding that right person. Um, that understands and not and you know not going like oh fuck me like this is mm-hmm. like it's easy like we all get there too it's like I'm a fucking lost cause uh, and then we cling to p- people like Rich I don't think that's where I lead though because to me uh, you know and hopefully for you too Martini it's about like I'm trying to be the best me I can be and, and try to 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 go my own path so like dating yeah like. Honestly, to goodness it, it, it is a deal breaker for a lot but it's cool that like you know in, in the age of online dating you cut through all the bullshit immediately you're like okay well you just swipe left you know it it makes it so that you you kind of take away the bullshit you know
2: right if i could jump in i i, I, I again you. i'm not dating i'm not dating at this time but like
1: uh, he is looking
2: close, yeah i'm totally, <laughs> totally looking to trade up no uh oh my God. <laughs> no, um, I have a close personal friend of mine who uh, is is on the dating scene during COVID, actively during COVID. I always look at, say to him, "You're crazy," and he's just like, "You know, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as it really." Wear says. a mask. <laughs> yeah, you wear a mask, and then you take it off and you eat, and then you get the COVID, and then you put the mask back on. And you don't give it to anybody. Um, so like that's kind of like his his perspective on it is like uh, he's willing to put himself out there even now there are women that are still willing to put themselves out and he constantly has dates you know I wouldn't say every week now because it's you know it's not as it was prior to March but like he's still getting dates he's still going out there he's a gamer Uh, he actually is building a game in his spare time uh, narratively and in, in some sense graphic design too. They're mm-hmm. teaching him how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, as he's I don't wanna give out the name of the game so then it's like, oh my god, this guy's putting himself out there. Yeah. But like, yeah, he's still out there in this world, he's still games and I think the there are there are other contributing factors to what is, you know, oh you play video games. Like what else does that mean? Does that mean you still live with your parents? Does that mean you have a bank account? Have you built anything financial for yourself? Like, those things, like, it's, you know, for someone who's maybe over 40, over 50, that that may, it may seem more sophomoric than it does to anyone sub-30 or sub-40. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, he he's still able to get dates. Has he held on to anybody? That's a different story. That's because right. the online, I think online culture and the, the swipe left type of shit is just like, once you find one quality you don't like on somebody, you just move on to the next. He's right. definitely guilty about on that. I know that he's definitely moved on after a first date, but it, but like it's also about you know one other thing. I don't want to go too far into it and, and go too far down down this rabbit hole, but yeah. like, it, the time is not. This is not like the time it was when my parents were dating or my parents' parents or anything before the nineties, right? It's not like you meet someone at a supermarket, like it still happens, but like you meet someone at a supermarket and you explore that person intellectually Mm -hmm. through date after date after date and then you tolerate certain things and he's like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, I can live with that. Oh yeah, I can, not my cup of tea, but I can live with that. Today, I think, I don't think people are reasonable anymore. I think people are unreasonable and I think probably gaming is probably one of those things where it's tied to a stigma
1: that I think still pervasive. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. Uh, and let me uh, that was a perfect segue because let me uh, hop on, hop on that. But like to but to correct uh, Joseph uh, f- for a little bit, um my ex fiance my fiance didn't leave me because I was playing video games too much. Okay. It was just because I, I didn't I wasn't I didn't I haven't I didn't form a life essentially, you know, I was getting I, you know we were engaged mm-hmm. and I wasn't preparing myself to become you know, like the provider and stuff like that. I was still in retail. I was making crap money, I, I and I even proposed to her while I was unemployed. I mm-hmm. used like half of my unemployment money to pay for that damn ring. <laughs> yeah, you know Martini. I mean?
0: Here's the thing, though. You're my friend, and I don't know this person, <laughs> so I'm right. still on that that bandwagon. Uh,
1: and, and and that's fine. Also- can't. but I just wanted to. Correct you on that, but go ahead, Dan. I Uh, I still have stuff to say, but go ahead. I I proposed to my wife during the Great Recession.
2: Okay, Um, Mm -hmm. people were proposing when they didn't have money, or the prospect of hoping that they would have money. Yeah, and the prospect should be like,
0: I love this person, and that should be. I
1: well, that's That's hard though. That's That's why I did it. That that's why. That's exactly why I did it because I wanted to lock her down. But yeah, uh, Yeah. as I've said in previous episodes of this podcast, uh, that is not enough anymore. yeah
2: i mean like in what is it the aristocratic societies of like the early 19 was it 1920s before we went into a big the the great recession right a lot of marriages were contractual in in the upper echelons of society the elites and like you 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 know like if you wanted to be rich you try to marry into a a very you know affluent family you know Mm -hmm. you know like you know there's that stereotypical thing uh from back in the back in the was it the early 20th century Is like if you wanted to be rich an american would like american male could try to go and marry within the um the the monarch class which happened a few times like a right, couple right. people got in through like you know a cousin of a cousin of a cousin of a cousin who's a duke or a duchess a fucking able duke? to get into <laughs> rather a duchess because it would be a male trying to get with a g- female. Right. you know They would be able to get into that type of society. But that wasn't so much contractional unless you got into like the business side of things. Let me so tell like, you, it's 2020. Business...
0: If I met a duke or a duchess, they're single. Really? I'm going for it, dude. Why well, be like, oh, you're... my husband? A, a, what is it? A, 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 but my, think about it. A dutch. <laughs> like, that's dope. <laughs> but think, <laughs> but think, but
2: think, But think about it, though. If you are... If you're an elite part of society, Mm
0: -hmm. right? Man, I I love you. This is about video games. Let's let's kill this point. Let's move on. I'm I'm hungry. Joseph needs food. Yes.
2: I'm going to tie it in. Just relax. Okay? You get to go on your rants. Let me go on mine. (laughs) So, like, if you get... This is why we don't have that
0: podcast anymore, Martini.
2: (laughs) So if you think about it, back then, you would have – the elites would be able to have, like, these big contractual negotiations into what is a marriage and, like, align things. And I think a lot of people think they're so special and they're so great and they're they're built up, right, to the point where they think that, okay, I'm of that standard now, right? I'm so great. Like, the helicopter parenting and the bulldozer parenting, building up these super uh, – Ids and super egos of these kids has now made a society where we have these people who literally think they are God's gift to the world, and they need another God's gift.
0: That's you mean a Karen trying
2: to make of. <laughs> you mean? Yeah, kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> kind of. You don't have to be a Karen to be you know to really to you know to be offspring of a helicopter
1: kid. <laughs> but, you just feel entitled, but yeah, I go mm-hmm. what you're saying, but so like yeah i wasn't able to provide like you know like the house or not to say it was my own responsibility but you know it was like just a house like where are we gonna live and and all that stuff so like that's pretty much like why it like faltered and, and other things too like religion and stuff but that was a big thing too so mm-hmm. that's why Talk i was like man i really need to make
0: this uh, guy, a, a Can, different... D- get off the high horse. Wh- okay? I'm sorry, Martini.
1: <laughs> no, it's all right. No, but I was trying like, trying to lose man, all I mean, your
0: viewers here.
1: <laughs> I really need to make something of myself because, again, and, and this isn't a secret to my uh, audience. You know, I I I am 40. I still live with my parents, and mm-hmm. I need to get out. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, it's it's eight years later. I'm still in the same position, kind of, that I was before, but yet she's married and she's good house and everything and all that stuff so like she got what she wanted just not for me Mm -hmm. so but i need to create you know my future and and even though i'm quote unquote technically in the same place that i was eight years ago but i feel so much better because i have a focus and i have what i think everybody wants is fulfillment true you know like the podcast and the uh, the books that I'm writing fill me up with like so much joy. But again, I I do want a partner. But again, I I do absolutely love the mm-hmm. position that I'm in. But to go on what Dan was saying with the whole, uh, I believe um, I think you was talking she about you know like, like, future? some future thing. There, well, <laughs> well, no, there there is a there is a story that I wanted to say that was pretty funny and it was a friend that i had and she was she was going out with this guy for maybe uh 8 9 months and she was waiting for this guy to you know you know move in and you know let, like you know get you know yeah. freaking let like let's go you know what i'm saying like let, let's go on let's go on with our lives right so he was so he was at he Take was at oh no 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 i'm sorry he he i believe he was already living in the house so she wanted to like um have him go to the next step. So this guy and Joe, this is for you. Mm-hmm. This guy was playing God of War,
2: okay. right? Twenty
1: eighteen, yes. And uh I don't know what um what level he was Sorry. on or whatever, but he was trying very hard to pass this level. Okay. So it t- it took him days. So the girl, he was fighting
0: but, a Valkyrie. But continue.
1: <laughs> the, the girl the girl was in his vicinity and he finally beat it right he was like oh my god like yes like babe look look she's like what what happened she's like oh I beat it uh, like I beat it like I, I leveled up like this is awesome and she's like yeah but like I mean don't you want to like level up in life <laughs> and like
2: <laughs> that
1: was hysterical Yeah. but I get what she meant and right. again I, this goes back to the whole rich thing and and the, also too like what, one point I remember in one of his videos where you know he was skiing and then he got into an accident and whatever he goes into the emergency not emergency room the doctor's room and he's overhearing another doctor talking to this patient and this patient was like oh yeah you know I can't feel my legs and stuff oh like that. yeah
0: yeah. I heard and that. it was a
1: like well what are you talking about and the doctor was like well you know i've been on this two and a half day raid and stuff like that she was like well get, well, get the fuck up then like, first what off are you doing? as <laughs> a gamer
0: i've never heard a, i think that story's bullshit i'm gonna be honest because when i heard that i'm like dude that's a yeah. sh- that's a that's shitty weird. doctor that's a real like <laughs> first off no i've i've never met yeah, that's anyone a
2: really dumb patient, that's a really dumb and patient
0: and dumb patient because like I've never met anyone in my yeah. whole entire experience with 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 gaming and in those types of raids, I've yeah. never met someone who has spent two and a half days straight playing a game. I, look, crazy. I have to get up every at least every hour, every two hours. I'm always afraid of blood clots, so like well, I'm always trying to are, get up.
1: No, yeah. no, no, you're right. I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah. there are like you know those like what is it? Um, like those all day like summer games that, You know that. Event that happens in the summer all the time where, like, people they're like doing a, like a 12 or 13 hour marathon, those things happen.
0: Well, so they're okay, yeah, and, but
1: you can get up and like run in place, yes.
0: Play. So, like, there are things like in every November, there's something called Extra Life, we'll be doing it. A lot of the things is like for 24 hours, uh, you yeah. know, game straight, but. Mm-hmm. The, you're not actually gaming for 24 hours you you have teams of people that come in and, and fulfill that spot like, yeah there's been people like you know that, that do it and like they're like oh yeah you know this is it I've never heard I've lost circulation in my legs <laughs> <laughs> I can't move my knees like that guy is I'm serious what I'm saying it. he he's a bullshitter and a lot of that shit that I've seen is just straight up bullshit yeah. And this okay. is coming from a person who, like, PR perspective, this is my focus, and I'm telling you, I'll, most of that shit you're seeing from him, fake. <laughs> okay. It's fake, and we're providing that. I'm not fucking kidding you. <laughs> it is absolutely, totally fake.
1: Mm. You know? Alright, so, we're gonna round this, we're gonna round this uh, off, just just one more thing, because I know Joseph's hungry, and I'm getting hungry too. Oh, so, so, like, it's um, dinner time. At the at the okay, so how do you how do you feel about everything that we've pretty much talked about? Like, is there validity in what he's saying, or like he's you know crock shit, or like he, but like the, the whole societal thing? Because again, there are some women who will like yeah. not even look at you because you have a freaking controller in your hand. I'll just yeah. say this: I would go so, for oh, it. Go yeah. Ahead, yeah. Okay, so
2: um, for me, real quick, there's validity in what he says. It's clickbaity as fuck. Because, you know, he's just, he's trying to get views. It's yeah. a topic that everybody has an opinion on. Yeah. Nobody has an answer to, right? Like, you know, it's like, it's like also saying like, oh, school shootings happen because people play Doom, right? That was like the, the thing yeah. for Columbine back in the day. And Doom yeah. still exists and still school shootings still exists. So somebody out there will probably say, look, if that game didn't exist, would this, these school shootings would stop. Right. Um, those... You know, I agree to an extent that gaming is like a drug, and there are clearly that third video that you showed us from the the ABC thing. Yes. I agree with that hundred percent. There are some people who have addictive personalities, um, who who and who become and again because of bad parenting, those kids that you saw, um, especially with the tantrums, parents have no idea how to control the tantrum pick up a book on parenting and figure it out. It's basic psychology usually all the time, mm-hmm. right? Figure out the, psycholo- the the psychology of taking it away, whether the storm of the kid going on a freak out because it will pass and then re- make your kid a more well-rounded uh, member of society. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a parenting issue, right? And then when he's claiming about the esporters, just bringing that up for one last time. Yeah. They're not losers. They're just they're just or geeks or nerds or whatever, they're just your typical, you know, gamer for the mm-hmm. most part that hit it big, who are really good at one aspect of one game. And um, it's like being an, a stamp collector and being really enthusiastic about stamps. Yeah. Or a gun collector that's really enthusiastic about guns from the turn of the century. Yeah. You know, like we all have our little weird things, yep. our quirks. I bet this guy collects stamps.
0: Touches. Yeah. Yeah. And to make my thing very short is everything in moderation. And this is coming from someone who can't take some things in moderation. I'm looking at you food, um, but everything in moderation. Uh, so like, again, in, in, in I, I'd be wary for you in audience. I always, when I take a look at, at, at anyone saying anything, I always say, I'm not the authority. Like, like, with the trophy room, I've never claimed that I'm the authority of PlayStation or gaming. I'm just a person with a perspective. Um, that's what I hope makes me different. I I know that like like to, to, to the one last hit on this guy Rich, and I'll ever forget him. When I take a look at him as like a, like as a PR person, like um, it is really. Women often leave because, like, we, we, we'll do this one because it's very easy. Uh, women often leave men when money goes away. Uh, that is a super clickbaity title. That is SEO is going to be driven off the charts, especially for people that are in financial situations who are worried about their their spouses leaving or or why they can't get a girl. This that the other thing. There's audiences there. The thumbnail of she's done is classic PR SEO. Thumbnails. It's usually a, a, an image, four letters or less, as a thumbnail. This guy's doing the same exact thing. It's all so, it's all to evoke emotion for you to click on it. So also when look I, at
2: the books that he has in his bookshelf, that's right next to one. One of them is Trump's Art of the Deal. Oh, great. So look at his audience. <laughs> yeah, like you have to really look at it. I mean, these are not these are not subtle like little accidents. These are subtle, purposeful. Things that are done calculatively yeah. because his audience is a certain audience.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, but it's yeah. but it's not like his topics aren't relevant or true. That that shouldn't discredit that. No, just I'm not saying they're that. CEO but or you know just because he's using CEO tactics and stuff. That doesn't mean that those thing those things that he's claiming are false. Well, no, I'm just saying no, those but are
0: those are just, are, just just like. are just like overarching topics. Those are like gotcha, really gotcha. broad. They could be like <laughs> right. like it, it's it's. It's overt, it's subtle, it's purposeful, and actually, it's very broad. And like when we get to the truth of like his numbers and shit, actually, like his sub count is closed. Like you can't actually see it. And a lot of his videos don't actually do that well. So like, and they're streamed, which boosts the numbers of his YouTube channel, channel by a, a large amount. Which I don't know why he's actually doing that. That's really dumb. But nonetheless, like, yeah, stream numbers, when you see a big number and it says stream, it's pr- probably a third of that size. So that said, this guy, I'll, uh, no. But I do think there is truth into an overarching thing that I think we have to make that decision ourselves, right. which is, are video games bad? No, they're obviously not. They're new and they're different, and that often scares people. Uh, because something new is is weird, and if you don't get it, you're going to or or don't understand something. Nine times out of ten, you're just going to disregard that thing. Games are often disregarded, and sometimes for good reason. Like there are some like gamers that are like even to me. I'm like, oh boy, really? Like even within gaming, there is this. What makes a man? Like there was one person I was talking to. They're like, if you play fucking Animal Crossing. Oh my God, you're, you're, and and you're like 40, you're a fucking weirdo. It's like, what? Like, you play Spider Man games, man. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, there's even that, that macho ness within gaming of like, well, what makes a real gamer and and all that dumb bullshit. Um, And so, like, to me, yeah, everything in moderation, everything, you know, find that person that understands your hobby. And to me, I always say, like, don't try to justify your hobby to anyone. I'm a gamer. That's who I am. Just, like, if, if you know, like, people who 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 are cosplayers are also, like, also models as well. And they're trying to f- fulfill a niche. Like, but if you're a cosplayer and you're doing it and you love it, that's your thing. That's also your hobby attached to it. Find someone that respects that hobby of yours. And that's get, what's going to make you feel more fulfilled rather than filling that archetype of what of 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 a cookie cutter, mm-hmm. I, I think video games are amazing. They're my favorite form of art, but I'm never going to tell someone who's reading a like. You know, if if I ever have a son and little Joe is like, I fucking love math and science and I love reading, I'm buying that kid all the math books. If <laughs> if my kid goes, Dad, I fucking love video games. This is great. I'm going to bring that kid to coding classes. I'm going to like. I'm going to make sure that kid understands what they love and and really embrace it for them. Even if my look, I'm not an athlete. If my kid is is a uh, 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 awesome at the baseball. I'm gonna go and, and support them in that. Just like if I meet someone and they're like, "I fucking love football," I'm like I will try to understand it. I'll try to be there for you if that's real, actual love. I'll do that. You know, mm-hmm. that's what it is at the end of the day. It's people that don't understand something, and oftentimes, as gamers, we do have to try to um, explain our hobby. And I'm one of the people that say, don't. You don't need to explain anything because those people already have that preconceived notion. Look, people like Rich already have that preconceived notion of what gamers are, and that is never going to change. You know that gamers could be something way more than just a nerdy dude in his basement. Gamers can go out there and literally make millions. Gamers can be athletes, gamers can be models, gamers can be writers, gamers are creators. That's what we need to take away from all of this today. The preconceived notion of what gamers are, throw it out there. Because nine times out of the ten, you're probably a gamer. You don't even know it. I'm looking at you ladies who are playing the Kim Kardashian game. You're a gamer. You're playing an actual game. Even if it's Candy Crush or like Pokemon Go. Games are getting into the culture, getting seeped into it, and getting embraced. And that may scare some folks away, but we have to find the people that that doesn't scare. Because it's nothing to be worried about.
1: No, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Um, one, one more thing. I okay. always end the I always end the uh, podcast with a question because I started. Uh, I think Dan knows about this about uh, the Skin Deep. It's a website that talks about relationships and bonding and all that good stuff. And I have multiple card variations i have the friendship card i have the relationship card i have the couples card i have this and i'm looking into the strangers card but right now i have the self-evaluation cards and i always at the end of an episode i just started doing this and you i guess you guys are going to be like the first guests to do this Let's do it. um I'm, I'm gonna take um, out one question i have not looked at it and we're and all three of us are gonna answer it and it's all about uh, self-evaluation to just try to get uh, better with ourselves and also become our, you know, better selves and great and hit our greatest potential. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, the question is, ooh, this is interesting. Am I settling for less? And how?
0: Is that for Dan or is that for me?
1: That's for anybody. Go ahead. Uh, that's for Let me too. First.
0: I ain't settling for shit. <laughs> Easy as okay. that. Never Easy settle. Easy
1: as that.
2: Okay. Um. um st- yeah, I think it, it's. Oh wait, you're giving me a new card, or you? No, no, no. Same, same, same card. Oh, okay. Uh, it sounded Am, like you were
1: shuffling a deck. No. Nope. <laughs> Am I settling for less? How?
2: Um. Someone will probably tell me I'm settling for less somewhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. I I, mean, that's fine. I would say, you know, sometimes you have to be strategic and you have to, like, for, you know, for instance, when Robin and I were in court, we had the option to settle or go forward. Mm -hmm. Right? And go to court. And I wanted to go to court and Robin didn't want to. And and it was her body. It was uh, what what we were doing with the accident. Because she suffered the bodily injury. She decided to settle. So, like, that's on you know. That's that's on you at the time. It, it can be really scary to make make a leap into going for going for the goal, mm-hmm. and do, taking the safe choice. And the safe right. choice can be perceived as being settling for less. But in, in mm-hmm. any case, um, you know, it is what it is. You know, you do what you have to do in the. Moment. So is that a you yes or a best- no, Dan? Jesus you Christ! take the media. best. No, I'm making it my own <laughs> question. You take the best. You take the best scenario. You take make the best out of the scenario that you're given in with the inf- best information that you have at hand, and try not to second guess yourself.
0: Bam. Okay,
1: that's good. Um, for me, am I settling for less, and how? Um, I used to. I, I used to settle for less, but again, now I now I am choosing me again, like I said, because my whole focus was like, man, I need to get better. Be, I need to get better so I won't get rejected again. And that's not the uh, mindset that you're supposed to have mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I should be better for me because regardless if I am with somebody or not, um, I still need to take care of me. So like, again, like yeah, I absolutely. said like, to Joe, I was like, you know, with the writing and the, and the podcasting thing, I feel so happy, even though I'm literally in the same spot that I was, you know, uh, eight years ago, I feel like I'm on a forward and uplifting, uh, trajectory to really do some good within my self and my psyche and my mental, uh, capacity, you know what I mean? So That's awesome. I, yeah. So am I settling? I used to, but not anymore, and I refuse to, just like Joe said. So simple as that. Mm -hmm. But there you go. All right. So thank you both of you guys for being on the show again. Like I said, this was an amazing topic. We went through a lot of a myriad of uh, perspectives, and that's exactly how I like every show. So thank you guys.
0: Of course. Thank you for having me, man.
1: All right. Definitely. Having me. All right. So now. (laughs) So. As the as the outro goes now after today's episode, I'm not saying I have this dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. This has been the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. Take care.